Hello and welcome to the Movie Podcast. My name is Daniel, I am one of your hosts today, and this is part one of our three-part interview series for The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. Joining me today on my quest is Shabazz. Good uh, good evening. I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say. I got a little nervous. I won't lie, but I, I think good evening is what I'm going to stick with. Good evening. You know, good day. Hello there is a great start. That's good. Tomorrow. Good. So, Anthony, you don't have too much of a high bar to beat right now. Very uh, low bar. But welcome to the show, Anthony. Hola. There oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the classic Elvish the, the tongue, native, I think that is. The yeah. native tongue of, uh, of Middle Earth. Yes, Spanish. it is. Yes, it Spanish. is. You know, we are so excited. We've been working a very long time to bring you uh, this interview series, and this is part one. We have a lot a couple we have a lot more days to come for this this is a three-part series leading to our review of the lord of the rings the rings of power um but we have so much that we want to talk about with the show we are so excited to share with you you know our interviews over the next couple days so thank you for being on this journey with us because as always you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for our interviews and reviews and all the latest movies and series. If you like what we're doing, please make sure you follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and letterbox join our discord because we're going to be having a lot of great rings of power discussions going on there. And if you want to see more of us, if you want to see our faces, please subscribe to us on YouTube, leave a comment below. Let us know what you're looking forward to of the show and what you think of today's interview. Now, today's interview, you may be wondering, you know, who's on the show? Who are we talking to? Who is kicking off part one of our Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power interview series? Well, today we are so excited to welcome Patrick McKay and Lindsay Weber. Patrick is the creator and showrunner of the Rings of Power, and Lindsay is the executive producer of the show. Uh, this show, we know, has been a long time in the making. So to finally be able to, you know, have it coming out into the world, to be able to talk about it, is amazing uh and we are just so so excited you know to actually not just talk to patrick and Lindsay, but to talk to them in person and person and see them at the event and see them at the premiere um you know and even be recognized by them when we were you know at the after party for the event which is really really cool shay how are you feeling uh you know post la post uh the rings of power you know press tour and junket and everything like that how are you feeling today well, you know, it was interesting because this was our, our first one kind of going into the day, a little, you know, behind the scenes here. Uh, our and first in-person ever, right? First in-person ever and also just our first of the day. So, we're kind of going in and I'm like, I have no idea what to expect. I've only seen this on YouTube and on TV before. So, what what am I going to go into? And Patrick and Lindsay were so friendly, so welcoming. I think they were just as nervous as us because we were their first interview as well. Yes, yes. So, they were just like this is the movie podcast we're like don't worry like we're, we're good like sit down <laughs> the relax. movie okay. podcast <laughs> you you guys got the rights uh, and then it was just fun to see you know see patrick at the at the premiere for the show and he like literally like waved us out and it's like hey enjoy it. and we're like yeah we will and then we bumped into him at the after party and he was just like so what did you think and we were like we hated it man you know not a good you guys wasted your time uh, <laughs> no we, we just we, we had we had praises for him and he was like that feels so good and obviously this is his you know labor of love that he's been working on for so long so to get that i guess validation was just i'm sure over the moon for him so i mean i'm excited for for what they're going to be doing next and the next couple episodes the next couple seasons and this is this is going to be his whole life i think now and yeah same it's, with it's, Lindsay as well it's going to be you know it's going to take over their livelihoods for a very very long time anthony how are you feeling part one of our interview series this is our first time doing interview series as well yeah i would say this is our appendices 
Yeah, I like it. Appendices to uh, to our Lord of the Rings coverage. No, this is um, it was you know the first time we've been a been in a live um, interview concept and and learning about how we deal with these ambiguity things and just dealing with you know time changes and room changes and it's just this ever-flowing navigation of going from one room to another and having the right questions. And I remember the night before writing down these questions and being with you guys and thinking, figuring out like, what do we ask these creators or what do we ask these actors and actresses who've been, who are part of these, you know, the biggest show ever made and making sure that the questions we are asking are not something that they've already been asked a million trillion times. So, um, and you know, uh, specifically Patrick and Lindsay, they were so grateful after, you know, coming, watching the show or series on the big screen and then seeing them after at the after party, they were super grateful that we were, we enjoyed it and that we, we, um, fell in love with it. And they, they were super grateful that they were able right. to provide this for us. So definitely uh, really cool. It is very cool, you know, and we have a lot of the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power coverage out already on the movie podcast. So if you want to catch up on some of it, I'm going to let you know where you can listen to it. Of course, you can listen to it right here on the movie podcast feed. You could check it out on our YouTube page. We have a great interview with Dylan Smith, who plays Largo Brandyfoot that you could check out right now. We also have our, you know, our last numbered episode of the movie podcast, episode 146. Uh, we're approaching 150 very, very soon. But episode 146, you know, we talk talk all about our trip what it was like you know we kind of go into the all the inside baseball stuff inside of the show stuff that you know we normally don't talk about on these interviews and get to talk about it was a big learning experience for all of us so if you want to go learn more about that and you know our experiencing att- our experience attending this premiere go check that out um and then of course you can check out our social reactions already for the lord of the rings the rings of power you already could see that we love it and we're going to talk a lot more about it in our official review so at the end of this interview series on wednesday You'll be able to check out our review at 10 a.m. Eastern time. That will be available on all podcast feeds on YouTube and, of course, on the moviepodcast.ca. You'll be able to check it out there. Um, so without further ado, please welcome Patrick McKay and Lindsay Weber to the Movie Podcast. Patrick, Lindsay, thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. It means the world that you're here talking to us about the show, about things. Uh, we've seen the first two episodes. Our minds, I think, are still recovering from what we launched. Yeah, uh, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Congratulations. I'm very kind of you to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Lord of the Rings is one of the most loved franchises of all time. And I'm just curious for, for both of you, what does it look like when you want to respect what's come before, but also forge your own path forward? Um, that's the real trick, isn't it? Yeah. Um, um, you know, um, so JD and I, you know, really love this material. I, I grew up with the books, you know, he was one of the sort of total converts with the films. Um, and when we had the opportunity to, you know, throw our hat in the ring for this incredible once in a lifetime job, we, we threw it with great force. <laughs> um, um, and, and I think, you know, we, we felt like, um, Tolkien's universe, really this entire mythos he created is so insanely rich and yeah. endless um, that there were great new stories to tell there. Um, and, you know, uh, I think we like to think of, uh, um, 
you know, the show, if, if people felt like watching it, it, it could sort of sit on the shelf with a lot of these other adaptations, whether right. it's, you know, we even talk about like Led Zeppelin song lyrics or like, <laughs> right. Or like the Ralph Bakshi Hobbit or right. like, um, you know, you know, uh, a Rankin Bass Hobbit, sorry, the Ralph Bakshi Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Right, right. Um, but you know, we talk about John House paintings, Alan Lee, Ted Naismith, of course, Peter Jackson's incredible films. Right. Um, you know, and I think we like to think that, you know, if we could be so lucky as to live under the umbrella of Tolkien that all of those things get to live under, Definitely, we'd, we'd, we'd be very happy, you Definitely. know? Now, w- with the show, it goes beyond Middle Earth, and with that scale must come a lot of challenges. So where'd you guys begin to find the story in this? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of ground to cover. Yeah. No, so so really, I think, you know, Amazon um, ha- bought the rights to um, working very closely with the Tolkien estate yes. to uh, The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Um, and they were sort of open to any story within that world. Um, and I think people were pitching them all kinds of ideas. But when, you know, J.D. and I started talking, Talking about it, we immediately keyed in on the Second Age. Right, right. That's Sauron's rise. That's Numenor. Um, it's the Last Alliance, but it all starts with the forging of the rings. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> like, what did you find? How did we start? Yeah, yeah. and so we very quickly <laughs> found that there was a whole, um, you know, continuum and a, like you know flow through that age of narrative, and started building it out and started thinking about you know what are all the different peoples of Middle Earth doing? What are the dwarves yeah, doing? Right. You know, what are halflings doing at this time? And we went into concerning hobbits. That chapter right, right. pulled out the idea of the one days and these precursors harfoots um, and just started you know thread by thread trying to weave it together into into a structure but we really felt throughout that you know uh, we were just very lucky and fortunate to be able to play in that sandbox right. but that the castle was already built in a way right, right. Um, it was all just in there and, and we are, we always say that we're sort of stewards or, or archaeologists trying to right. unearth um, you know this this story this amazing backstory but also a story that is complete in its own right, right. Um, from the text. So that's kind of where we, where we started. That's awesome. You know, and Lizzie, for yourself, you know, this, the series is massive in scope. When, when we've seen the first two episodes, I think we, like, you see the trailers and you're just like, okay, hey, how are we going to even get to where we, like, later on in the series, it looks yes. so grand. You know, how does, like, a show like The Rings of Power change you as a creator, you know, and what you're going to bring to projects moving forward? That's a great question. There are no projects for her moving forward. I'm actually joking. Well, it's true that I, I don't think about anything but this. It, you know, it, it is a full-time job and, and uh, you know, joy. But I think the, there's, there's an expression we find ourselves using a lot on this show, which is how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? <laughs> and so we just try to remain a big part of, of, you know, my job and our jobs, I think, is just remain calm. Right. Just one foot in front of the other. We have the long list of all the things that need to get done. You surround yourself with the fellowship of the best, brightest, most creative people you can find. And thankfully, this property attracts the best in the world. And um, and then, you know, the work is to try to create an environment where they can do their best. Because this show, all shows are, are you know, they're not made by any one person. They're right. made by thousands of pairs of hands, really. And so right. it it is really just about trying to gently foster the the thing along you know until you can't take it anymore right. and then do it a little more i love it yeah L- Lindsay is being very modest it is an act of her- herculean producing to to accomplish as, as much as i think i think we 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 feel hopefully people think we accomplished right um you know you know the goal from the beginning was absolutely cinematic you know the goal from the beginning yeah. was 
you know, make Middle Earth come alive, uh, um, using every trick in the book and every tool at your right. arsenal and, and yeah. hopefully make it lush, lush and beautiful and emotional and feel lived in. Um, and that requires, you know, a really strong producer coordinating, you know, lots of talented people, um, sometimes hundreds, sometimes thousands to, to, to all bring it to life. Right. For, I think it's safe to say you guys completely achieved that. Like that's, yeah. Oh, oh my God. Oh, Thank you so much. That is the nicest thing. That Thank first, you. I think, uh, scene, we are just like, this is the show. Right. This is yeah. it, 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 unreal. Unreal. And oh my God. Thank uh, you. That's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> no. And, and like when we were, when we were watching the show, we kept saying, this is definitely the best CG or effects that we've ever seen in a single TV show or a film. Right. So can you talk a bit more about the marriage between CG effects sure. or the real effects, the, the practical effects? Talk about Jason. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, one of the things that um, JD and Patrick said from the very beginning, of talking to me about it was that, you know, they wanted as much of it to be in camera as possible. Right. They wanted to shoot on locations. They wanted practical effects. They wanted it to feel real because it's fantastical. It, it has the burden of needing to feel extra grounded and real. Right. And dirt under the fingernails and things lived in and all of that, which actually takes a lot more effort from a production side. It's easy, it's harder to make something look dirty and old than brand new. Right. So, um, you know, it, it was the aesthetic that was important to them. And the thing about this property is, it requires both. So, you know, there are certain things you just can't build. You can't build a city inside a mountain. Mm -hmm. right. You can imagine it, and we had some amazing people imagining it from our production designer, Ramsey Avery, and John Howe worked really closely with him. But you also eventually need an amazing visual effects team, and we had the best in the business. Um, our visual effects producer, Ron Ames, and visual effects supervisor, or Ubervisor, as we call him, a legend among men, um, Jason Smith, who is uh, fortunately with us again on season two. Excellent. And, you know, it's, it's it's that incredible place where art meets um, you know, math and technology yeah. and, and um, just the, the the creative artistry of that department is incredible. Um, and it's, it's coupled with really groundbreaking technological pipelines and things that needed to be created in a bespoke way for this show because it is a, um, it is a hopefully cinematic experience every week, um, but on something like a TV schedule. So we really had to set aside all the ideas of how you do this, how things were done in TV or right. were done in film. And, and everybody had to sort of bring, bring their best practices and create a new methodology for this show, which, you know, we improved as we went along and we'll hope to continue to improve, but I think right. was pretty special and neat. It is. And, and I think, again, I, it's, it's one of those things that since we've seen it, I don't think we've stopped talking about it. And I'm so excited for the show to be coming out every week and that conversation to be going yeah. every single we, we, week. We would love it. That's, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Should be, we, we would, we'd be, should be so lucky. It's very humbling to hear you <laughs> no, say that. Yeah. Thank you. One of these I really want to know is like, how'd you guys get real dragons in the show? Because man, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they must be real. Yeah. No way. We were talking about did you like, train a snow troll as well? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we shipped him from New Zealand alone. Oh, <laughs> I haven't gone yeah. there. Yeah. 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 I think they that exist. Can, but can I talk about the snow troll for a moment? Yeah, please. Um, you know, that was a case where, you know, it's it's, I think illustrative of the process in some ways. Yeah. Um, you know, what we did again and again, you know, all of us, JD and I, but, you know, the other wonderful writers we worked with and, you know, all these incredible artists, costumes and um, production design and everything, we went back to the books, back to the books, right. back to the books. There's so much richness and texture in that world. And we felt that there were things that hadn't been seen on screen. And so we're constantly looking for, it's funny, you mentioned earlier about forging a new path. Yeah. You know, one of our mottos was different but familiar. Right. We want to show you things that are right out of the books, but hopefully you've never quite seen this way or, or never, like, you've never been to the North and seen ice and snow right, in, right. in, in, 
that's not in the Lord of the Rings book, no. right? Um, you know, uh, uh, and then there's this reference in Appendix, I think it's F, where he's going through the etymology of trolls and everything else that right. there's in the North, there's these things called snow trolls. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, we could maybe see something we'd seen before, but in a quite different setting right. with a different look. And then that was a design that John Howe, um, came up with, with the, those horns, yes. um, inspired, I think, from nature, from, you know, walruses and stuff like right. that. <laughs> um, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, but, but it was really, a case of um, inspiration coming from several different places. The, right. the direction of that little fight um, was all done by um, our second unit. At, we have an action unit with Vic Armstrong directing. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's a legend in the world of stunts, Amazing. stunt coordination, and action ah, filmmaking. It's, um, yeah. it's, it's And then as you, you might want to talk about Jason Smith's technology, just to your point about how real it looked to the muscles. and Yeah, no, actually, uh, Jason Smith's uh, an Oscar winner for an uh, um, uh, uh, algorithm which realistically creates uh, musculature sure. and the way it moves. Yeah. Um, on, he, on, and under animal fur. Under things, to yeah. things you don't even see, but you know it's there. Right. Correct. Yeah, just so it's not layer. Yeah. He, he worked on the bear in The Revenant. Yeah. Okay. Um, wow. You know, so that's like, you know, the, the sort of people we had right. the incredible privilege of working with to bring a roaring snow troll to life. Right. And, if it, and if it feels real, which we <laughs> certainly have done everything in our power to make yeah. it feel, you know, then then that's that's a real testament to their work. I love it. Mm-hmm. We got to speak with Dylan Smith. So we're big fans of fellow Canadians right. as well, too. So next season, if you need more Canadians, if you need us to play, like, Hartford. What, what is enough? I think yeah, you need more. <laughs> Rocks, yes. anything, trees. Nope. We'll keep it in mind. <laughs> we, have, we have lots and lots of parts. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Patrick Lindsay. We love the show. We can't wait for everyone to watch in September. So thanks. So you guys are too kind. Thank, thank you so very much. much. Lovely to meet you. Thank you so much for your time. It's good to meet you. And welcome back from our first ever in-person junkets. Uh, for those watching on YouTube, you got to see us in a very different light. We were out of the studio, out of the movie podcast studio. We were into a hotel room, which looked like just eternal darkness behind us, which was really interesting how uh, it's a really cool setup. Like I felt like we were like on TV essentially. And I know Anthony, you were in like the, the holding room kind of overseeing everything. It felt like you were in NASA, you know, watching everything that was going on. Right. Yeah. I watched all our, all our interviews uh, via this giant screen. I was able to capture some behind the scenes footage of it, but yeah, it's again, it's, it's wild how they, these junkets work and how you kind of go from one room to another and everything is connected and, yeah. And the way they record it and master it, it's it's the whole process, but it's amazing like how everything flows and there's never issues other than um you know, we'll say lunchtime and break time and stuff like that. But yeah, really, right. really, really cool uh experience. Definitely. And you know, and right off the top, before you know, before we even kinda start breaking apart everything we just spoke about, I need to give a huge, huge Canada sized thank you to Prime Video Canada for making this all happen for us. This was, you know, such a milestone for our show to be part of. It was such a huge deal for it to be part of. You know, I I think this year we've had a lot of firsts on the movie podcast. And, you know, to be part of something like this is a major first for us. And not just that, for it to be part of The Lord of the Rings, which was one of our all-time favorite things ever. Um it's very amazing. I'm getting a little emotional just thinking about it because it's just pretty incredible. But, you know, being in that room, talking face to face with the creators and the people behind the things that we love, seeing it in their eyes in person, that is a feeling that I will chase for the rest of my life. And I know Shane, I think it's the same for you because it is just, it is so different. And, and you know, and, and talking, obviously, you know, we were lucky because our show grew so much during the pandemic 
because we had to adapt and we had to change the way we do things. And it allowed us to have special guests coming on the show. So for us to actually go to them and talk to these people and talk to them about a show like this, the most expensive show ever made, you know, a prime video show, like, yeah, those are just things that we attach to this show. But when you actually watch it and you'll hear in our review and you see in our social reactions, it's very special. It's very, very special. And I think this this show is really going to move the needle. Shay, how are you feeling right now post-interview, post-part one of our interview series? You know, you you pretty much took the words right out of my mouth there. We're, you know, so grateful to, to Prime Video for for trusting us. Because this is not this is not just like their a show that they're just kind of releasing that's small. This is their this is their bread and butter right here. This is the thing that is going to put the biggest spotlight on prime video if they nail it with lord of the rings nothing can stop them and you know when you listen to our review you'll be able to know did they hit it or did they not right um and i'm super super grateful to you know patrick and and lindsay for for being just so warm and welcoming to us as well because they could tell we were nervous we could tell they were nervous and once that you know once started hitting the record i think we just kind of got into it Definitely. We got into it. And like Anthony mentioned, we, we spent the night before really just kind of formulating everything, kind of getting an idea, buying cue cards. Yeah, uh, writing, as writing out our questions. Yeah, <laughs> Writing out our questions multiple times. I haven't used a pen in forever, but here we are writing it down. And, we had to relearn um, English, you know? We had to relearn English, yeah. I yeah. was writing in cursive for some reason. But I was writing in Elvish, know. actually, you know? Oh, good, good. You were yeah, using it, Quill, as, as I recall. Yeah, well. I went an extra layer deep into yeah. it. Yeah, oh, that's good. No, but it, again, it was just... Uh, what, a, what an experience and uh, i can't wait for you guys to see this one which you already just saw sorry but the other two that are coming down the road here because there, there's especially one of them i won't say which one but there is one of them where a really interesting thing happens and if you listen to the audio version of this right now uh definitely watch these interviews also on youtube because there's a lot of cool things that actually happen on screen that yeah i don't want to get into yeah you you know you need to watch the video versions of this and i know exactly what shay is talking about uh and we may just make you wait till part three to see it but you definitely want to check out the video versions of everything. So as we always say, make sure you check out our show notes for wherever you're listening to this. If you're watching this on YouTube, you're already in the right place. But if you're watching this or you're listening to this via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever your podcast service of choices, you know, we do have a link below. Check out our YouTube page. Make sure you subscribe. Ring the notification bell. Leave a comment because um, we want to engage with you. We want to talk with you. Um, and you want to see these interviews because we are in person for them and you get to see us in person talking to these people and which is amazing. Um, and this is just part one, you know, tomorrow, if you're looking, if you're listening to this on the date releases, this is a Sunday. It's a rare Sunday episode for us, uh, but we wanted to lead right into our review. So tomorrow, Monday, August 29th, we'll have part two of our interview series available. And we are talking to Robert Armayo, who plays Elrond, Cynthia Ade Robinson, who plays queen regent Mariel and Sarah, uh, Zwanga, Zwanga Bonnie. I apologize, Sarah Zwangabani, who plays Marigold Brandyfoot, who is the wife of Dylan Smith in the show. So Largo Brandyfoot. So not in real life, but in the show, they are married. Um, and Nori is their child, who you'll come to know and love throughout this series. So there's lots to look forward to. Make sure you tune in tomorrow for part two of our interview series. And then part three will follow on Tuesday, August 30th, leading to the big day on Wednesday, August 31st for our review. So look forward to all of that. There is so much to look forward to. This show is going to be special and you don't want to miss it. That was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next.